Okay. Welcome back to another episode of The Rundown on a Thursday. It's going to be a little quick. It's going to be a quickie here. We're going to talk a little bit about Batman Beyond Chances coming on. I'm going to talk a little bit about the Flaming Hot movie. And uh, some news that uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus has a little bit of beef with Samuel L. Jackson. So thank you guys for joining us on a Thursday. If you haven't already checked out the the voting uh, inside the uh, the comment section, I guess depending on your mobile device, what you're watching it on, you might see it in the, in the live chat. We asked the question, if Michael Keaton were not to come back as Bruce Wayne for Batman Beyond, who else would you want to play the character? So go ahead and vote. Let me know what you guys think about that. And when we get into that, into the main topic, joining me as always on a Thursday will be this young lady right here, Joy. Hi, babe. How you doing? See, I got the, I got the blue strip right by, right by you, the, the rundown. See, right there. I think it looks pretty good. I like that. I'm mean, going keep that like that. Yeah. All right. Cat just knocked the camera, so I, I don't know if we're kind of off center. I'll, I'll, Oh, okay. Can you, you know, you can't see him? No. All right, it's fine. All right, that's good. Hey, all right, we got Cheeto in the house. All right, so if Cheeto, if you hear him, meow, that's just him disagreeing with me. Like, Batman Beyond sucks, meow. All right, guys, let's get into it real quick. What's the first thing that's current this Thursday? Indiana Jones 5 flop potential. Indiana Jones 5 flop potential. Let me scoot over. I don't think I'm centered uh, up here. I just moved the cameras around, so ah, sorry about that. Yeah, so in oh damn, I got the lower third all jacked up. There it is. Early reviews are coming out, and it don't look all that bueno right now. It's sitting at a sixty percent out of a hundred and seven. I'm I'm not even really that interested. I t I know I promised that I'll watch the first two that I haven't seen. I've never seen Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom. I've only seen the the what's it called the the last crusade Cru the last crusade is that what it was yeah i the see the last one that i saw i've seen the last one that i saw was the one with him and Sean Connery. yeah last crusade came after that, the I the the best one ever i mean even without seeing i mean i guess that's stupid for me to say i i've never seen the other two but it was something about that movie when i was when i was younger i, I just I, I watched that the last crusade maybe it was because of the Sean Connery, probably. Oh, you didn't see the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, the, the most profitable uh, opening for uh, Indiana Jones movie of all time, even though it was still the worst one. Uh, yeah, nah, it wasn't that. I mean, he guy jumps into a an old refrigerator to survive a nuclear explosion. That's it. That's that's pretty. That's some good. That's some good shit. But. The reviews started coming. Let me see if I can go full mass, if I can pull this up. So this is, this is the screen that I'm on. Or should I do this? Hold on. What screen should I use? Should I use that screen? Not bad. Look at some of these reviews that are coming out. I just want to, real quick, uh, mostly just, you know, a couple of fresh. More, it's more fresh than, than not fresh. But the things that people are saying who have, who have seen it and did not uh, enjoy it. No, let me go back to the blurb. Uh, let's see. Like the... Uh, Derek Smith says, was, is that Derek? That's the picture of Derek there? <laughs> the, only pa the only past that Dial of Destiny is in, uh, interested in is plundering is the glory of its predecessors. So maybe she liked the, uh, the Crystal Skull, but she's obviously talking about the first three. 
that for, from Keith Ehrlich, the Ford. That Ford is the one who seems most engaged here is perhaps the biggest surprise, given how uh, gruff, gruffy, gruffly about it all he can be on screen when disinterested. That's true. Uh, his affections for Indiana Jones can't be uh, bought, even though he was. Ah, uh, man, that's kind of that's kind of rough. I mean, lately though, Indy, Indy Harrison Ford though has been it feels like he's been breaking out of that that whole i don't want to do this shit anymore kind of thing like we've seen him in shrinking yeah, he's funny. funny as hell he's getting so and we know that he feels a lot more for, for india than he did like han solo so i'm pretty sure he was trying to make this one like he's having a good time yeah He's like, oh yeah, talking about how great his body is and all that. He seemed like I just want to get the f out of here. Like I don't want to answer these questions. He seems like being playful and funny. You know. Yeah. I'm I'm having a good time. I'm here. (laughs) Speaking about having a good time, there we go. Some extra uh, some extra cattail on the table, but yeah. So I mean, but maybe just didn't translate. I I mean, I. he was great. He was great. But other everybody else seemed like they could have cared less if they were in the movie. I'll read one of the the positive ones here from uh, Eric Childress. Childress, uh, Mrs. Mrs. That Spielberg. I missed that Spielberg touch, and the script could have used another polish. But once Ford dons the costume, it is hard not. Uh, to cast a smile and eventually tear up while Phoebe Waller-Bridge is a, a glorious new partner matching him in every new location in Chase. Also, so people were wondering if she was going to be the thing that was going to drag it. And I mean, I love her in, uh, in Fleabag and whatnot. So I'm, I don't think I've seen her much in these action types of role adventures. So he seems to th- think that it was or thought that it was uh, a good. But I just don't feel the, the enthusiasm for Dial of Destiny. I think it's going to be another flop <laughs> for, for Disney. I mean, yeah. I, I the like Disney can't do anything right seems to be the theme yeah. right now, yeah. But yeah, yeah, but I still, I'm going to fulfill my promise. I will watch the first two first and then I'll do my, uh, I'll do my first time watching. I'll put that on the, Pat- the full version on the Patreon. And Oh, I'm gonna save that for. I'm not. Oh uh, yeah, I'll, I'll watch it eventually. All right. I mean, if you guys have seen Dollar Destiny, or, if, or let me know in the chat, are you even interested in seeing the Dollar Destiny? I think you got. I think you. Are you monitoring the chat uh, for me? Let me know if um, anything uh, pops up. I'll. Uh, I want Batman. We want Batman. Uh, so yeah, let me know how you feel about the Dollar Destiny. Are you whelmed? overwhelmed underwhelmed how you feel about it because uh, i'm not feeling any type of way whatsoever uh, about it but hey i mean who knows it might be maybe it'll be a sleeper hit or maybe it'll be a mega hit who knows let me know in the comment section below and uh we'll talk about it later what's next on the news the entertainment news the DCEU Rotten Tomatoes uh yeah i've been i've been waiting to talk about this um let me pull it up here so I was supposed to talk about this earlier with the, uh, what was it, yesterday? But I just ran out of time. I forgot. I glossed over. So I said, I'll push it to today. The 
with everything that's happened with the flash and we're going to talk about the flash a little bit later uh and if you uh you guys i'm about to put some graphics up on the board so everybody if you're listening to this on spotify or google podcast you i am about to put up the uh editorial from rotten tomatoes we're staying on rottentomatoes.com the uh, backslash guide backslash dceu ranked the all the dceu movies ranked i just want to look this over real quick and get an idea of where the dceu uh, is right now now that the flash is out so here it is real quick i'll pull up let me go full screen where am i at there we go go back to here the dcu ranked dc movies and series by the tomato meter at number one peacemaker i i mean i'm not surprised that at 94 percent and and it's not really a score the tomato meter is just an average of all the different uh rankings that all the critics gave it so 94 percent gave it a positive review yeah but but that is an indication but that right there this peter right the first thing you see directed by james gunn and peter saffron so everybody that's making this big deal about uh peter uh, james gunn is doing this and ever and J- fire james gunn and whatnot your highest ranked audience and critics scored dc movie was directed by them i mean dc anything that's connected with dc is directed by them coming off of a spinoff of a what well, was a low-ranked movie but this series won everybody over uh wonder woman and b- before that wonder woman was the the, the top dog at 93 percent at that number two number three it's still in the 90s shazam 90 percent critic rating uh, and tied for 90 percent suicide squad the james no that's not the james gun that's uh yo no the, the james gun one james gun again in the top five, James Gunn at 90% Suicide Squad. It didn't make that much money, but you can say pandemic, you can say all, you can say anything. But it's at, at 90%. And then 11 points later, <laughs> later, you have Birds of Prey. I'm surprised that Birds of Prey got ranked that high. I liked it. I it was not really that rewatchable for me. I mean, it, I guess, you know, people still love Margot Robbie. Did you watch, you watch Birds of Prey with me? Did you enjoy that? Did you even enjoy Suicide Squad? Wonder Woman. Which, which Squad is the second one. This, the, uh, this is the one James Gunn did. That's the part two. I That's the one with Idris. Idri- you didn't. Idris Elba? Margot Robbie? I, I, it was really weird. Even the kill off that, that uh, Peacemaker and Idris Elba was doing, even though they were killing the, the, the people that were the, actually their friends. <laughs> you didn't like that? I love that. You sure about that? I'm going to have to make you watch that again. That's, the top, that's your top five. And the fifth one is at 79%. Now, out of the top five, 71%. Zack Snyder's Justice League, the, the, the HBO Max here, give you a gift for the audience. Yeah, every, everybody you know, released the Snyder Cut. Then it turns out that, you know, now that you've done that, give us more. You know, what, what, what everybody can. You didn't see either one of them? And then at 66%, it, jo- it dropped some more from 67 to 60 cent. The Flash is at number seven. And we'll talk about why that's important uh, later. You guys know the topic that we're about to uh, go into. Number eight, Aquaman, 65%. And that movie made a billion dollars. I think that's the most profitable movie that they've ever had. Made over a billion dollars. 
their eighth highest ranked movie, 65% critic score. Now, this is just a critic score. Now, most people are going to be like, that's just the damn critics. Everybody, no, critics don't know what they're talking about. Maybe. Uh, but everybody was in agreement on this one. They were, um, Wonder Woman, number nine, 58%. Rounding off your top 10 is Man of Steel at 56%. Both of those are rotten scores, 58 and 56. Man of Steel got a 56%. And that, to me, is one of their best, if not the, the best movie in the DCEU. But, you know, Superman doesn't kill like that, you know? That's what everybody kept saying. I don't like that. <laughs> then I'm going to rapid fire through the rest of them. Number 11, Shazam! Fury of the Gods, 49%. The, the theatrical release of the Justice League, 39% is at number 12. At 38%, Black Adam, no, uh, number 13. Number 14. Uh, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, 29%. And I thought, I, I believe it should have gotten a uh, higher score than that. Uh, Suicide Squad, the first Suicide Squad, the one with Will Smith. I don't know if you, if you saw that one. That one you saw. Do you like that one more than the, you like that version of it? Maybe it was just Will Smith that was, you, was, you were just missing. You don't think Adrian Silva was a. a maybe it's just. But you, like, you see, okay, so it couldn't have, it couldn't have been the direction because it was James Gunn for the second one. So. It just maybe just the first one just hit you better. Maybe was it funnier? Of, I knew a lot of diehard DCU fans. Are, are they all hated it. Mm. But I was like, I think the general public that doesn't know this stuff, I, they're the, I think they enjoyed it. I think the the uh, what's her name? The the forgot her name not margot robbie this the sorceress character was what was disappointing me. she saw she, she started off so badass and it just got so ugh, wah, wah. but that's the that's 15 only uh if, yeah it's 15 movies 15 <laughs> so for i mean they have half the number of movies that the mcu have in series or well that's including series though but they were really working on trying to catch up to marvel instead of focusing on making their universe you know, solid. But I feel like, I mean, to what this, what this told me was your top ranked movies was James Gunn's. The things that James Gunn had uh, touch in. Number, your number four and your number one was James Gunn properties. So that should tell you something. I mean, I, I feel like, uh, I mean, I did to me that, that, that gives me hope <laughs> for that's probably why he got the job for uh for the difference between my personal opinion mm -hmm. is that marvel typically has the right combination of action the drama the comedy everything it's um, it's all the perfect little amounts mm -hmm. to keep people captivated watching and going whereas in the dcu there each movie is like different this one's all serious there's no comedy this one's nothing but comedy this one we they tried but we yeah. sucked at it so it's like we can't find the perfect match what, and, no? and my personal opinion the flash had they that, gotten their special effects and the cgi correct it would have been a very good match to a marvel because the acting part they had that perfect I like, drama, action. I like that take. Going together. I like that. 
I wonder if you guys in the in the chat agree with what my wife just said. Is the Flash the most MCU movie the DC you ever oh. did? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not talking about obviously the, the special effects. Yeah, I think that's what it needed. You mean the tone? Like the uh, tone it felt uh, had they they found that that comedy action, action balance yeah, that you like. Yeah. Their special effects, their CGI at the same time. It would have been a masterpiece. I think it would have been a very good match to a Marvel movie. But since that slacked, everybody's like, oh. Not, say, not saying that that the DC uh, movie platforms were like wrong and Marvel is right. I mean, it's all, but uh, but I, I know what you're really, what you're, what you're getting at. But when DC started off with Man of Steel and whatnot, their tone, they, they straight out came out and said, you know, Marvel seems to be doing this happy family stuff, but we're going to make our comic book movies more dark in tone. They, their tone was dark. They, they set out to that. And then when, like, guess what, by the time Guardians of the Galaxy came out and they made all that money, they were like, you know what, let's, let's put a little bit of happy. Everybody's complaining that Superman's not smiling enough and it's getting bashed by the critics. Let's throw some happy in there. So they did, when they did Aquaman and Jason Momoa brought that energy, they just they changed course, and then that's when that's when you didn't know. I mean, with where Marvel was like, Ke- uh, Kevin Feige was like was giving every director their own free range. Like, like okay, you the the only playhouse that you're gonna have to the only box I'm gonna put you in is stay on my on my 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 master plan, my overall plan. But as far as the tone that you want for your movie, if you want it to be a spy thriller, make it a spy. If you want it to be a comedy, make it a comedy. If you want to be a this and that, you, but. Uh, Good, the good package. It had the action, the drama, and the comedy. Yeah. Chris Pine with his comedy, so it kept. Patty, was that Patty Jenkins? I think. It, it, the first one, mm-hmm. the one that had a good score. Well, she it did. I think she directed both of them. It had a. It, it had the total package. Yeah. They lost it for the second. Yeah, they for the second one. They thought they they Thor loved and thundered that shit. <laughs> That's what it felt like. But hey, I, I but I get what I, I know what you're saying. But I I I feel like. Marvel has done different tones and different things throughout, but Kevin Feige was good at supervising. They didn't—they didn't have a real Kevin Feige type person kind of supervising at all. He was like, "Yeah, you can change up the tones and make this a uh, uh, this type of a film, or make this um, uh, give homage to that comp- type of genre, and make this one uh, homage to another type of genre." But you're gonna stay in my timeline that I want to keep my, my my this phase in or that. My overall master uh, plan, you're going to stay in this this box that I'm going to keep you in. But other than that, you're free to do whatever you want kind of a thing. But with with the DC guys, it was like at first it was make it dark. Then it was like, oh, no, now it's too dark. Uh, not, like, it was it was too schizophrenic. It was yeah, it got too schizophrenic. But some of them I love even more than some Marvel movies. It was I mean, I'm not going to bash. Uh, I, I love these movies, and I want them to succeed. But I don't know. We, we can't take too long on the same topic. All right, let's move on. What's the next thing? <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson says Julia Louise Dreyfus taunted him at the Oscars about her new MCU character. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Wrong screen there. Uh, where am I at? The current. There we go. Yeah. It was. I was on Yahoo News, and I saw. Uh, a blurb that Julie, Julie Louise Dreyfus was talking noise to Samuel Jackson at the Oscars. You're like, our cat, we're going to fight. Our character's about to, you know. So I don't know if he gave a spoiler or 
technically, I mean, if she was the one uh, egging him on out there. I mean, I guess there was people in earshot. Technically, she was kind of giving it away because Sam, when he was asked about it on an interview, he's like, like, will we see more of you? Or will there be a, will you, I guess Thunderbolts was mentioned because she seems to be doing what Samuel L. Jackson's character was doing, like getting a team together. And uh, she, he indicated that he hasn't seen anything. Obviously, Julia must know something or is assuming something. He gave one or the other. He was like he was, wasn't trying to lock it down to one or the other. But he's like he's assuming that maybe she's read something that their characters are about to cross paths. But he didn't. He hasn't seen that yet. But uh, but the fact that she's excited about it and talking shit, I'm <laughs> that that made me. So I don't know if he's going to be in Thunderbolts. I forgot how, f- how long ago that interview was. I don't think he is. But in a future, I'm hoping what he's assuming is correct, that maybe she did have a meeting about maybe another TV series or another connection somewhere else down the line and another movie, Captain America, maybe um, uh, Rhodey's movie, Don Cheadle's um, War Machine, maybe his project would have th- both of those characters facing off, him, him being the head of shield or whatever whatever he's going through with secret uh agents out on uh, and then her being with the thunderbolts so does this indicate that it's going to be avengers versus the thunderbolt i don't know i'm i'm hopeful I, i'm excited i like and i'm wondering if she's coming around to becoming his replacement i think if if they either kill the character off or if he goes away for good for whatever reason retires for good will julia louise dreyfus become that person or will they give it to maria hill we'll see i don't know i'm just curious about it i just i just thought it was something interesting that i want to uh that i don't know much about but i'm excited about hearing it uh what do you think i mean you've you've seen a little bit you watched all those series with me when julia louise dreyfus popped up and and whatnot would you want do you think they're just setting it up or do you think she's just being hopeful But do you know? I know we're going to see her again, but do you think that their paths should cross? You want to, I mean, I want to see that. I want to see that by myself. I just, I don't, and I'm thinking she's getting set up to maybe become the the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. I don't know how Maria Hill feel about it. What's her name from Robin from I Met Your Mother, but I don't know. That's just just something I just threw in there because I thought it was pretty cool. And I see you guys in the live chat, guys. Pierre Kelly and Ricky, I see you, man. What's going on? About to get to the comments in a second. But let us know what you guys think about your thoughts, my speculations on Julie Louise Dreyfus and Samuel L. Jackson. What she said, we're going to fight. So she, did she just officially call her out or does she know something? So let us know what you guys think about that. Move on. What's uh, a movie review? Uh, oh, okay. Throwback it's Throwback Thursday time, guys. Throwback Thursday. Okay, so it's Thursday, obviously. Right. <laughs> and then, so let me, let me get it going right here. There we go. So for our Throwback Thursday, we always turn it over to the movies that are turning 10 and turning 20. And turning 10, The Lone Ranger. Babe, did you see that? You didn't see Johnny Depp and Army Hammer, the Cannibal Hammer. And then turning 20. I know you've seen this. Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. You know, actually I didn't. I, I, what? I'm that, sorry. That period in my life. That was one of the ones that was tickling your fancy. No. Let me see if I can move this up there. I said those are the movies that we were watching. Mm. <laughs> My house was a house 
Oh yeah. Despite my hate of those movies. <laughs> I uh I've seen both. And I remember at the time people made a big deal about Johnny Depp being cast as uh as Tonto. And nobody was really, really listening that much then. It's Johnny, it's Johnny Depp. He could transform into anything. Now, yeah, not not now. Now that would never happen. Not 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 because of his issues with like Amber Heard and all that stuff. Even if that wasn't the case, he wouldn't. That would not fly today. Just that's it's just it was and it, and it was ridiculous then too. And the movie and did you know that Army Hammer was once considered was was up for Batman? <laughs> he was up for he was up for Batman. He was almost Batman. But uh, it's crazy. The only thing I remember from Full Throttle was that um, what's her name um, was in it. Um, Indecent Proposal. What's her name? Not no, not Charlize. That's I know Charlize. Um, oh yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm trying to remember another movie. G.I. Jane. Yeah, come on in the, in the live chat. Demi Moore, Demi Moore was the main bad guy, I think, in that one. The only thing that stands out on the, from that movie that I remember was when they realized that she was the villain, or that she she was like a former age, uh, angel, and she was coming, to, I guess, coming back to the Charlie's group to, I guess, looking like a friend. But she turned out to be the villain. And when they realized this, all three of the girls like they went to jump her. They were gonna get and like it with Spider Man like focus. She was able to. Bloop, 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 shoot all three of them. <laughs> just like they were instantly about to jump her, and she was able to to just knock them out in one move. It was crazy. That's the only thing I remember about. And then her coming out of the water, obviously, that, was. That was Demi Moore's payday. Yeah. I mean, you know, we had the stripper movie. Oh yeah, I remember that. Uh, G.I. Jane. <laughs> mm -hmm. It was Demi Moore was badass. And oh yeah. Oh yeah, but yeah, turning ten and twenty. Uh, the Tonto featuring uh, Cannibal Hammer, <laughs> Hammer <laughs> and uh, Charlie's Angels featuring Demi Moore. All right. What's next, babe? What do we got? Uh, the main topic. No, we don't. No, that's not the next thing. The, uh, we'll talk. We'll talk. You didn't really watch it uh, that much. You just kind of saw it in the background. Flaming Hot. The, the true story about the guy who came up with the Flaming Hot uh, Cheetos, Frito, whatever. Uh, when Frito Lays was was on its last legs and getting uh, pummeled. The thing I liked about how this movie was laid out, and this is, you can watch this on Hulu and on Disney Plus. The thing I loved about this movie, it was produced by a film by, I don't know if she directed it or if it was just produced, but even Longoria was, a, was on this project. She, she produced this, uh, or maybe probably directed it, was how they talked about Fritos and these chips it was almost like you were watching a Sesame Street version of the TV show Snowfall. The, the chips was a metaphor for cocaine. I'm just going to be honest with you. That's what it was. It was a metaphor for cocaine. Now, we got to move the product, man. We got to get these on the street, homes. Get them some for free and get them hooked on it. Yo, I'm telling you, man, the people going to love. I mean, the way. It, I mean, And then he, then he would talk like that. And then he would dial it down. Oh, sorry. I got too hood for you. It was funny. They were like, yo, man. And then be like, oh, sorry. Uh, the C, the, like the CEO of Frito Lays, probably didn't say that. He, this is probably what he really said. And, he, and it would, then the flashback would change to a correct version and be like, "So you're saying profits are down?" But in his mind, when because he was narrating it and he was about that life, he's from uh, from those from that background. He would tell the story the way he wants to tell the story. It was funny as hell. He was like, "Man, the Frito Lays, man. He was like, man, we gotta get these about those and da 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 da." I was like, "What?" 
then, then, then the flashback would correct itself and they would really be like, so our profits are, we're, we're losing to the, our Doritos on our sale. I'm like, it was, it was some corporate stuff, but it, I love the narration of it. It was, uh, the kids in, enjoyed it um, and, had, and had fun with it. It was inspiring, uplifting. It was, this, this was a guy who started off as a janitor and then to save the factory, he came up with an idea to add some flavor, some, some, well, some spices. Very traditional yeah. Yeah. Because that is very it's in the culture. It's in the family. Yeah. Man. Blazed potato chips, mm-hmm. bunch of lime juice, mm-hmm. covered in chili powder, mm-hmm. and hot sauce. Yeah. That was a snack that they grew up, their dad ate, his family, like, that's, that's all they snack. ate. Yeah. So uh, it doesn't surprise me that, that that's who invented that's it. Who invented, he looked. Pre made chips. Yeah. He looked around. It was a moment where he was just, just trying to figure out what to do with his life. I mean, he was just a janitor. He had no pool. But he looked around. He saw his family just all pouring hot sauce over everything. Oh, yeah. And that's when he came up with the idea. And, and he, he convinced, I mean, from being the janitor, he had to convince the engineer. And the engineer had to convince man, upper management to taking a chance with the, old, the, with the owner of the company at, all the way at the top. I mean, it was some risks that he was taking that, that could cost everybody their jobs. And Frito could have could be non-existent right now if it wasn't for this this was the thing this dude came from being a janitor uh, 10 years working at frito-lays as a janitor to today he's a multi-millionaire now ruining all of yeah just destroying <laughs> it and uh but the narration of it was funny uh we got oh boy the the little boy from houston was in it uh bryce. what's his name uh, his name's bryce yeah but got famous from tiktok right and then now he's on the george uh, Doris Lopez show and, and he's yeah yeah he's doing real good I'm so and uh so the local local Houston kid doing good out there um uh I guess to make in the theme of John Campion he always says good Canadian kids so I'm gonna say good good uh local lo- good uh good old boy from Houston for uh doing good and and he was funny in that and too because he was the the taste tester like his dad and his mom was uh, before they passed the product, the product up to the upper management. They let the, him taste it, and, he was, and if he didn't like it, he was like, was like it's hot, hot, hot." You saw this on the trailer. It's hot, 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 good or hot, bad. He was like, "It's hot, good." Yeah, that was my my kids. We all we all cracked up. It was a good little movie, so I recommend. It was fun. It's on Disney Plus. Flaming Hot. Go check it out. All right, babe. What's the last now thing? The oh yeah. Let's get into it, guys. So, Kevin Smith, that Kevin Smith, my boy, the man, recently laid it out that, um, let me go to screen rant. Let me go to the, the website here. Said, bad news. Let me get rid of this advertisement. Bad news, Keaton fan. Uh, Batman Beyond movie depends on the Flash claims Kevin Smith. Bad news. Keaton's Batman Beyond movie depends on the Flash claims kevin smith uh man these things just keep popping up it turns out that the flash could have led to batman beyond movie with michael keaton if the dcu installment had been a blockbuster success and we all know it was not uh well technically technically if we all just chip in (laughs) and get out there if you have if you have movie a list just just you know just reserve a ticket you know just chip in a, a, a click 
the ba- well, if Batman Beyond is a cartoon uh, where in the future where, where they, the old Batman animated series, it was like a new series spinoff of, of that old cartoon where it's like 50 years in the future and Bruce Wayne is old, retired, and then some kid stumbles upon um, him becoming Batman. He was Batman. And then he takes the mantle. He steals one of Bruce's suits and decides to become the, the new Batman. And then Bruce, uh, even though he was already like, you know, I've lost all these Robins. You know, Batgirl ain't talking to me no more. She's actually now the, she's now the new police commissioner. She's on my ass if I, if I ever step out of line again. But he does it. He takes him on as um, uh, McGinnis, I think is something McGinnis, as is now Batman. And so it would have been a mentor, a mentor mentee t- uh, type of thing. That's the pr- that's pretty much the premise. Bruce Wayne mentoring a new Batman. I don't. I think they need to rethink that. Yeah. You don't think that premise would have worked? No, no. I don't think they need to rethink not doing it because Michael Keaton is hot. That may right, right now. Well, the Flash flopping has nothing to do with Michael Keaton. It was. I mean, it didn't really, but him having him in it didn't didn't bring any a uh, fifty thousand extra do- million dollars into the ticket sales. That's a lot of Ezra and CGI. That, I mean, so in your so you think they should take another chance on? Because for the ones who do love it, they the people out there who do love it mm-hmm. love my And this is why, and this is where I, I agree with you on it. I'll 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 tell you why because, like you said, it doesn't have anything to do with him. And it still kind of fits in what James Gunn and them are doing. They can make it an Elseworld thing. It could, they can make it canon. The fact that they pulled, turned everything around when he got, Ezra got in trouble to focus on Keaton. Some of the only reasons people are going to watch it at all. Yeah. So, so the Flash really is an outlier. They should not have used the Flash as the litmus test because nobody knew. Now, Here's here's why I feel like Kevin Smith kind of did them a disservice by, by letting this cat out the bag. Even if it's true, it could be a lie. It could be him just thinking, feeling that way. Or maybe he heard something. But if the director, Andrew, Andy Muschietti, decided to do a teaser of something like this within the movie, like when that scene where Bruce Wayne decides to help out and he shows all his old bat suits, all, even the ones in the movies that he wasn't in, Michael George Clooney and all that, they showed them all lined up and some different suits. If there would have been one of those, if one of those suits would have been the, the, the Batman Beyond. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up here for you. That uh, if, it, if it comes back around. If one of those suits would have been the old Batman Beyond uh, suits that was standing there. And just as an Easter egg or something like that. That could have uh, generated some buzz. If, if a, a, and that's kind of what he looks like right there. If that. If, uh, if that suit or so version of that suit would have been somewhere in the background or maybe in a um, in a post credit. If, if you really want to take the, the, the focus off of Ezra, they could have had a post credit scene or something like that where they showed McGinnis. And, I mean, as much as I know that people are, well, they don't want to take a chance in budgets for these movies. Mm-hmm. $200 million are already... For me, for me, right. I personally think instead of these cheesy ass attempts on the CW to make a DCEU, I know the Flash was good for a very long time until it wasn't good anymore. Mm -hmm. And they attempted a bunch of other ones that have all 
Well. Oh, what flashes? No, DCU universe stuff on yeah on like CW. Right. This is something. These are big names, and this is something that does would do well as a ser- as a streaming type series. This would work. So this would work good on as a series. Yes. I mean, work good as a series. I mean, it's a name to draw it in that people will watch. There's a there's a Batman Beyond fan base that are, that's out there that's very loyal to uh to the and the fact that that Bruce. Bruce, that uh, Michael Keaton, uh, with the with you know his, his the, with the gray in his hair now and and everything, and he, he's looking the part. I know people were thinking, I think uh, people were saying even Clint Eastwood was considered at one point. I mean, even, even that I would have liked. I mean, he I mean he's so badass that uh, with that gravelly get off my lawn type of, and that's what Bruce Wayne became. And uh, he's like he was. He was he was not a fan of McGinnis like that whole that uh, his whole demeanor is I don't give a shit like like the way Harrison Ford even <laughs> the way he acts. Well, as a, as a series. You th- so you wouldn't you wouldn't risk it as a movie. Well, Ricky Buzz disagrees. He's like I want a Batman Beyond a movie. Um, and I guess we can get to the Herman. We're gonna close it out. We're getting to 37 minutes. We can get to the We Got Your Mail version of the show. Because I want to hear your thoughts on it. Let me, I'll close the poll out right now. So let me close it. So the question was, if Michael Keaton, if they were to do a Batman Beyond movie and Michael Keaton said no, who would you want to play Batman or Bruce Wayne? George Clooney, Christian Bale, Ben Affleck. Let me close the poll. I think we had 12 votes in there. Uh, did you see the results on there? Did, you click, did, it, did it disappear from you? Oh man, maybe I shouldn't have closed the poll. Uh oh, I'll 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 be able to pull it up. Hold on one second. Give me a second. There we go. Bam. See, I figured. Aha! I figured it out. Uh, let's see. It says, "Oh damn, that disappeared on me again." George Clooney at twenty five percent. Ben Affleck at twenty five percent. Christian Bale. 50%. That's the guy. That's who y'all voted for. If, you, if we ever get a Batman Beyond and if George, I mean, sorry, if Michael Keaton doesn't want to do it, you guys that have voted in this poll said you would rather it be Christian Bale. That's interesting. I would have, I would have bet. I thought George Clooney would have won that. Who would you, who did you, would, would you have voted for to play that? I would have voted for George. I said yesterday, I said it was not a good Batman, but he was a great Bruce. I mean, he wasn't a threatening type of a Bruce, but he can play a a pissed off. I can. I mean, George Clooney has kind of has that. You know, can can pull off that get off my. He'll tilt the head. I mean, Ben gets roasted on a daily basis in his personal life for being the angriest looking man on the planet. Yeah, yeah. He's like, that's just my face. So, I, mean, I mean, he definitely. I mean, sad. I, I, but I wouldn't. But I wouldn't want Sad Fleck to play that. That Bruce. I don't want Sad Fleck to play that. That Bruce. I think. I think. I think uh, with the gray and so because he has that natural uh, gray. He's already. He's already there. He. Him and him and Keaton are, all, are pretty much up. I think he's like what, like five, ten years younger than uh, Keaton. But um, oh, yeah, Clooney. But by the time that we get to a Batman Beyond, he can. He'll definitely. He. We, he can. I feel like he could last long. He has the stamina. Probably last longer. But but at the but an eighty year old. If if we started with Keaton now, and and then it was like five ten years from now. I mean, there's been some Batman Beyonds later in this in the season where he got even older. He was in his nineties. He just refused to die because Bat because Gotham needed him. Harrison Ford would fit. 
I can see Harrison Ford uh, uh, playing it. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ricky Buzz continues on. I'm skip. Uh, I'm skipping. Uh, Dollar Destiny <laughs> looks bad. <laughs> oh, you're gonna skip it. A lot of people are feeling that same way. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ricky Buzz continues. Thank you, dumb fans and trolls trying to discredit uh, James Gunn. Yeah, I'm telling you. I mean, I mean, his he's got the highest ranked stuff. Uh, some of the highest ranked stuff. I mean, from critics and audience. I mean, James. I mean, there was a reason why James Gunn was this close to probably being Kevin Feige's right hand man because he was going to have him in charge of all the um, of taking uh, the, out of the multiverse space to the you know to to space and all the space complex uh, space stuff. Uh, James Gunn, he they're in the, they're in good hands, and the fact that they decided not to put it all in his hands and just and divide it with, between him and and uh, Peter Safran, I feel like that was a brilliant idea. Uh, and then Peter comes, uh, Pierre comes in with a good afternoon to everybody. Pierre continues, the fans who had have seen the Flash preferred Marvel over DC after those results. I, you know, I, can, I, I, I feel you on that. Ricky continues, I thought the only thing that let the Flash down was the CGI. It, uh, f- f- hardcore comic book Flash fans will, can, will, can pick that thing apart way more than I'm willing to. I, I, so I'll, st- I j- I'll stick with the CGI. With you, it was just the CGI. Everything else, you love. We were clapping uh, uh, for all that stuff. Uh, hey, uh, Damon comes back in. The Batman, the Batman with Patterson and Dark Knight should have been on the list, at least in the top five, in my opinion. Uh, they, they, yeah, that wasn't in. That wasn't on that site. Where was the Batman? You're right about that. Let, could you, could you mind looking that up? What, what the the Batman was ranked? That's a, thank you for bringing that up. Because I did not see that on the list. Is it because it, and it can't be because it's, it went straight to streaming because I don't think it did. I think it did both. Oh, no, no. That was during the time when it was, DC was like, well, Warner Bros. Like, ah, we're going to put everything on streaming. What, did, what was the Bat Pattinson? Yeah. Uh, 85% on Tomato Meter. Uh, 85, 85% with critics. 87 so let's so yeah so let's amend that uh, uh real fast if we can uh if i can find it let's go back to full man what's it 85 percent critic yeah. all right let's amend it all right so that would put it somewhere uh, that would make it number five you're right appreciate that damien you called it above birds of prey number five is the batman good catch i appreciate that because i i did not even uh, think of that Oh well. Oh no, that's that's why. Oh no, this is DC. No, these that's that's oh, these are Elseworld. That's this is D, that's, that was a DCU DCEU list. The bat, the Dark Knight and the Batman are not in the DCEU. That's that's why I'm like, like, but for overall, for overall DC, that's not what that page was. That was no, that was just the DCEU. That that's why I'm I'm a, I'm a bone him. My bad. But no, but good catch because. You, you, you had me for a second. You were right because you were 100% right. But yeah, if, this was, if that was a DC movie list, yeah, the Batman was up there. Christopher Reeves' Superman would have been, I think, is up there in the 90s or 80s. So yeah, no, you're right about that. But I, deli- I, over, I, I bypassed that list and I just, I just kept it to the DC. That's why. I'm sorry about that. Uh, Michael, what's going on, buddy? Hello, friends in the chat. And he continues, I changed uh, my pick uh, as to not look this... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah 
Uh, I mean, I like that picture, man. You look like you were auditioning for uh, Batman Beyond. Like, Give me back my suit, McGinnis. You know, that's, that's, I like that picture. Don't change the picture for me. I didn't, I didn't say it was disapproving. No, I'm not, no, no, no. Don't take it like that, bro. Um, uh, Pierre Kelly says the TV version of The Flash had better CGI. Than, oh, that's like, oh, that's a dig because it's not, not in see, not in the last season. Season one, maybe, but no, that last season. And rounded off, Brianna's uh, in the chat, always smiling, says, uh, hey, Michael. And uh, last but not least, uh, Thomas Brooks is rest in peace, uh, Terry McGinnis. Yep, that's the future Batman. <laughs> uh, Mr. McGinnis, rest in peace. Damn, uh, thank, once again, we found something to get mad about, we get mad at Ezra Miller for. Thanks, Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> because it, it was a combination of all that yeah. stuff uh that that yeah god fucking damn it is <laughs> yeah it was a combination of a lot of things but uh, but i feel mostly uh not more than the cgi was just how people were feeling about the fact that they everybody kind of knew that dc was moving into a new era anyway he wasn't uh, they weren't going to be the flash anymore after that and, and, and the bad taste that was in that was all around it and so but i didn't think that it was going to go six million under the projection like that that was crazy but that'll do it for today we're going to get ready for the rundown after dark is going to be later than normal we're going to do something different we're going to go see a movie first and then come back and talk about it we're going to go see uh what's the movie um lawrence What's the name? Jennifer Lawrence's movie, uh, No Hard Feelings. That's going to be the main topic. I got some other topics sprinkled in there too, but it all depends on how long Tabitha is like, ah, I got to go, you know. But we're going uh, to mostly do a ride out of the theater. We're going to come back to the studio after seeing it. So that's it, guys. Appreciate you guys for joining us in the live chat. We'll come back for the rundown after dark. Uh, hit the like button. Hope you uh, guys boost this, uh, this episode. I'm, I'm glad we had a chance to have this, this quick chat about uh how uh ezra effed up our batman beyond uh dreams always messing up my damn dreams is but i feel like we're gonna get it it's gonna it's gonna happen so uh if you want to find me online you can go to uh t3 medias with the s at the end or uh chris w fagan either way uh, send me your theories your questions comments if you want to uh subscribe to our podcast help us i get get a do, do me a favor do a review if you don't mind going to Spotify or Google, doing a quick review, even if you don't really uh, listen to our podcast and uh, whatnot. And if you want to just throw in your voice on our voicemail, uh, I'll post the number is below in the uh, in the chat. So it's, I think it's 281 something something 1993. I, I remember the last number. I remember the first three and the last four. 281 something 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 1993. All right. I was trying to get, get a number where it would be it was like 713 rundown. I'll, but I couldn't get that. Maybe I'll find it later. But if people that want to find you online, baby, where can they go and find you? Cool. I got it right. I almost put scrub caps again. <laughs> All right, guys. Appreciate you. And uh, we'll see you uh, t later on tonight. So uh, till next time, guys. Si good night. Good day. And sayonara. Hey, guys. Thanks for watching this video. I really do appreciate it. Hit the subscribe button, like, and comment your thoughts on this topic or any topics that you think that we should talk about in upcoming videos. Also, you can follow us at T3Medias on Instagram, Twitch, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and we also have a T3Media Studios podcast where we post our movie reviews and episodes of The Rundown. Till next time, guys.